do you now? But I wanna know for sure. Come on, hold me tight. Let's get started. Episode 112 of the End of the Woods podcast. Let's get going. Sorry about the clapping for you wearing headphones in your cubicle, wherever you are. We got a lot to get into today on episode 112 of the End of the Woods podcast. Ryan, what do we have to get into today? Well, it's a hot boy summer in Afghanistan. If you've been watching Fox News, they've been talking about being a... We'll get into a lot of hard-hitting topics like Afghanistan, perhaps, maybe Louisiana, which I don't understand what you... Like, people in Louisiana, can you explain something to me? Why do you continue to live under sea level? Can that be explained to me? You live under sea level, and every time these things happen, we always say thoughts and prayers... We really kind of stand in solidarity, which is the funniest shit ever, right? Like, oh, we're standing in solidarity with Louisiana tonight because the greater New Orleans area is once again going to be underwater here soon. It seemed the levees worked. Like, I just saw a video. It's like, levees held up pretty well, and it's just some guy standing in the in the water about waist high, which can't be sanitary, and... Also, Al Roker. Shout out Al Roker getting down and dirty, risking his life. I know there's a lot of women out there, perhaps nurses and teachers and stay-at-home mothers, as we know, who want to complain about their jobs. But does anybody have it tougher than 70-year-old Al Roker, who when CBS or whoever network he works for calls him up and he sees a hurricane coming, he goes, oh boy. Like, Al Roker sees the news report of a hurricane coming, and he goes, Honey, if he's married, Honey, I'm going to have to go stand in that hurricane. And she goes, What, Al, what do you mean that you're going to have to go stand in that hurricane? I'm going to have to go stand on the beach of that hurricane because that's that's what people want to see. People want to see me risk my life, honey. I'm going to go on the front lines. Now I'm going to get pelted with waves and, and snow or whatever the hell snow, Ryan, really. Sand, waves, rain, you know, debris perhaps, 100 mile an hour winds. I'm going to go stand on the beach. Now I'm going to take some a beating from this storm. I'm going to go down there. I'm 70 years old. I'm going to go, frick. Keeping it clean. Keeping it clean. Keep banging the microphone mic thing. I need to, like, tape this up somewhere. We're live from the end of the woods studio. Welcome to the End of the Woods studio, which may or may not be a a uh, closet. No shaming, please. Okay, that's that's my issue. I found out my issue. Okay, here's what I'll do. I'll put it under here. I don't know why it was over there. You got it now? All right, we got it. <clears throat> yeah, man, they put Al Roker out there still. Why do they do that? Why do they put Al Roker out there? In danger. They put him in danger. Old-ass man. People want to see it. Can you imagine being the TV exec who first came up with that? We're going to put... We're going to put... A man or woman... On the beach of a hurricane coming through. And they go, what? I go, yep. We're going to put a man in that hurricane. Wow. Is that what people want to see? I mean, has anybody asked for it? And they go, no. And I go, we're just going to do it. And God damn it, they do it, man, every time. And you it's like clockwork. They they're gonna do it. They're gonna put somebody 
out on the uh, out on the range there. What's going on, everybody? Did you guys have a good weekend? Did you guys have a good week without me? Summer's almost over. Oh, geez, summer's come and gone. How did you guys enjoy your summer? I mean, it's still a thousand degrees outside. You know, there's a world burns somewhere in the world. California is on fire. New Orleans is just getting washed away again, which here's my advice to those people. Move. I know, you know, people might say it's not feasible. I say we take all the American Red Cross money we were going to give you to rebuild, and we just take all the money and you just gather your sack of things, and you just start walking, and we'll put you in, like, Oklahoma City. You know? That's where you end up. We'll just be like, hey, Oklahoma City, you want a bunch of people that just can't seem to stop getting displaced by these things? I know I sound I know I sound very insensitive, but man, it's tough sailing because you know it's never going to be rebuilt the same. I heard a story about a guy who went to New Orleans. One guy went to New Orleans that I know, and he took this bus tour where they just drove through parts where Katrina just ripped through, and people were just sitting on the side of the road that had lost everything. And he said it was sad as fuck, and I go, yeah, that seems like it would be sad as fuck. Like he was at, he was like, yeah, it was like at the zoo. I'm like, no, I get it. He goes, these people were really sad. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm picking up on that. He goes, dude, I'm telling you, they looked like they'd lost everything. And I go, they did, man, they did. Why do you think Little Wayne wrote that song? A Little Wayne, how white is that, huh? You guys heard of this rapper, Little Wayne? How white is that? Huh, Ryan, you had a good thing going. Why do you think he wrote that song, Georgia Bush? It's banger, by the way, banger. You know who doesn't drop bangers? Kanye West. And I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have two hours to listen to the audiobook he put out of an album that's two hours long. I didn't have the time nor the give a shit. But I have talked a lot of shit about Kanye. So I'm going to own up to that. That I listened to a few songs. And I'm going to tell you what. I still have 20 more to go. There's a gazillion songs on this album. And then he says it's not the album. That's not the album. Universal made me put, put that out without my consent. And I go, huh? And then people always, I was talking to somebody about this today, and people cover Kanye's ass by saying he, he's trying something different. And as we know with this podcast, and with these t-shirts that you can see in the video behind me, original doesn't always equal good, and trying things doesn't always equal success. And sometimes, I, I would say that success is a fleeting concept. You know, what is success? You know, this is something Kanye would bring up. You know, what is success? And I would say success is when you put something out that you worked really hard on, and if people like it, they like it. If people don't like it, they'll talk about it on their podcast from their closet. And that's completely fine. So maybe he is successful. But when you go on a stadium tour, when you rebuild your house, when you hang out with baby and Marilyn Manson, completely not problematic people, Okay. Completely not problematic people. I don't know why everyone keeps saying that. They seem like normal people. I don't know what they did wrong. I mean, baby, sure, he said some inflammatory things, but haven't we all? And Marilyn Manson, I mean, who's to say? You know, it's all allegation at this point. And so when you do all the things he's doing and you act the fool like he did, you know, living on top of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta or building your house in the middle of a stadium in Soldier Field in Chicago... You think it'd be better, you know? Good thing Kanye put out a lot of good songs before because if this was his masterpiece, man, if this was his, what is that, the magnum opus? 
Does that make me sound cool as I just rip the light out of this? Damn it. If that was his magnum opus, we'd be real, real stupid. Which we are, because we all support him, man. I'm rooting for Kanye. I'm rooting for him. I hope he gets right. The Kardashians strike again. I was listening to old Kanye this weekend. Songs bang. Songs bang. But this new stuff, man, I can't get behind it. A lot of Jesus talk, man. A lot of God talk. Why don't you talk about living life and banging strippers like you used to, Kanye? What happened to the old Kanye? I'm, I'm really trying to get him to use this as like a... He's crazy enough to find my podcast and then use this as like a skit. See, that would be awesome. Then it leads into an album that everybody's like, dude, he fucking got you. You just got fucking pwned by Kanye, dude. And I'd be famous as fuck, just like he made Taylor Swift famous. And you know who that would piss off? A lot of white women. A lot of white women would be pissed off by me making that statement. He made that bitch famous, as he said so eloquently. Is that enough Kanye talk? Did I do enough on Kanye? What else should I talk about? Another unproblematic person? Jake Paul? How does it feel, UFC and combat sports fans alike? You're getting cucked by Jake Paul. We need to have a conversation together. Me to you. You being white guys, me being white guy, me having this microphone, you having to watch this video and the comment section. I'll, I'll talk to you real nice about it. Jake Paul is good at boxing. Okay? Can we give him that? He doesn't look stupid out there. Doesn't look stupid. A lot of people want to say that, oh, he hasn't fought a real boxer. Oh, he hasn't done this. When do any boxers fight real boxers anymore? What is a real boxer? Are there any real boxers left? Can you name me five real boxers? As I just go all Italian on you, can you name me five real boxers? No, you can't. Not ones that would fight Jake Paul because, listen here, he's the draw in these fights. If he wants to fight Tyron Woodley again and again, that will keep happening because people want to fight him. He doesn't have to want to fight anybody. I saw the dumbest take. Dude, why doesn't he fight Tyson Fury? I know he wants to fight his brother or whatever. That's like the next fight. Why doesn't he fight Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder? I don't know, because they're seven feet tall and are humongous and actually good at boxing. They're, like, trained in the art of boxing. Jake's not a boxer by trade. So the fact that he's not good at boxing. And first of all, who give, can you name me? The, who's the heavyweight champion in the world in boxing? Who is it? Because boxing is like soccer. Now, if I wanted to get into soccer, I would be like, who's the best player? And I would root for them. Because I'm what? A bandwagon fan. So I would be like, hey, who's the GOAT? And I would say Messi's the GOAT. You know? So I'm like, all right, who's Messi play for? And he plays for PSG, which I don't know where the hell it is. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know what league they play in. They might play in the Premier League. I guess this is the best league. And there's all these different roads. And he plays for this team. And he's on loan to this team. And then he's on loan to this team. And then they're playing in this cup, and he's playing for this title, and this title doesn't matter, but they're winning it. And then he's playing for Argentina, because he's Argentinian, and he's going over here and going over there. And it's this really hard thing to follow, and you really never know who's really good. Right? But it all comes back to, like, the Champions League or the Premier League or whoever. I don't know which one is important. And so on, and so on. But in boxing, the answer is in front of you with Jake Paul. Jake Paul is good at boxing. 
and the pearl clutching from the UFC fans who told me, oh, Tyron Woodley's going to end him. He could have. I don't know why he didn't. If you want my white guy at home, armchair expert take, Dak Shepard coming for your ass, armchair expert, I'm coming for you, buddy. All right? You're doing it from a closet? No, you probably have a real studio and people helping you and a producer. I'm in a swivel chair and I'm at a glass desk. I got one ring light, one phone, one computer. Let's do it, Dax. Let's box. Anyways, everyone told me about how Tyron Woodley is so good, but here's my, here's my analysis of the fight. Jake looked like he was good. The longer it went on, I felt like Woodley had a better chance to win. Jake kept backing himself into the ropes. Woodley would come at him with a fury. Jake would take the punches. He would fight back. He'd win the rounds because Woodley would just give up. Was he gassed? Was he told not to? Conspiracy. People love to say that. People love to change the goalposts on Jake. How about you just enjoy that you care about combat sports? Because how many UFC cards come and go where no one gives a shit? How many boxing matches have happened in the last 20 years that nobody cares about? We finally have. Like, Jake Paul is the biggest draw. Him and his brother Logan are the biggest draws in boxing. And they will continue to be for as long as we want them to be. Because we will keep watching. Because you want to see them lose. You want to see them lose so bad that you will tune in every single time. You'll spend your hard-earned money. And he'll fly away in a private jet with his model girlfriend. And I'll have to sit there and be like, damn it, he did it again. That bastard. I was rooting hard for him. If I had a sports book to bet him, I would have bet the house. And I would have rode with it. I would have bet the house and lost it and Dana would have been mad at me. But that's it. That's my take on Jake Paul. We all need to realize he's good at boxing. Jake Paul, good at boxing. Fact. Fact. It's fact city, and you know that. Bet the house. Ugh. What have I been doing this week, huh? You know? This is where I would normally read an ad. But I don't have any ads. If you want to sponsor this video, this podcast, whatever, you want to sponsor the studio... You want to sponsor this studio? Right now, this is the End of the Woods podcast studio, otherwise known as our closet here in the basement. If you want to sponsor this podcast, please get in touch with me at ryanwoodspod at gmail.com. And if, uh, speaking of ryanwoodspod at gmail.com, if you want to send in your confessions, you can send them into ryanwoodspod at gmail.com. We do not discriminate. Um, so, as to not be outdone, we have a... Just, we have a confession here um, where somebody tells me they stole from Target, okay? And this will transition into something else, but hear me out. So you send your confessions into ryanwoodspot at gmail.com. The, the concept is I read them because I like knowing other people's dirt because I'm a Catholic, and that's what we do. We do confession. You ever heard of it? We give you the bread. We give you the wine. We take all your bad stuff, so now we have you blackmailed, and you keep giving us money. How do you think we got so rich? So anyways, <clears throat> this is a confession. I stole from Target a week ago, and I can't sleep anymore. Let's see what this person is going through. I stole a pair of shoes from Target last week. I got curious and Googled how long after people steal they've been caught and found out Target is one of the best always identifying shoplifters. At identifying shoplifters. Since then, I haven't been able to sleep. I throw up from anxiety all the time. Jesus 
Hang in there, pal. I can't live with the fear that they could find find me at any point, and the $20 I saved could turn into a $500 fine at any point in the next few years. I called them to ask if I could pay for it now. They said I didn't have to. I likely would have, wouldn't have been caught, but I did, just couldn't. St- oh, you called back. Oh, man. There was my advice. Just can't stand the idea of there being a chance. I'll go in tomorrow and pay for them and be sure to keep that receipt, even though I have a plan for getting it right. I still can't. I still feel the need to be looking over my shoulder, and I cannot stomach eating anymore. I want this feeling to end, and I feel like a terrible person. Love the show. I love that you put you put a space tab. Love the show. Um. So hear me out. You don't have to feel so bad because it's only twenty dollars, and you called already. So don't don't worry about going in. I don't know when this email was sent or what you did then. I didn't really look. I just closed the window. Um, but Dana can't win either. Okay, so you got to win, ma'am. Okay, you won the proverbial battle against these corporations. And, like, sometimes life gives you a win. I don't know if you meant to steal these. If you did, I mean, it's a bad thing. Don't steal anymore, maybe, is the rule. I told you this. If I confess this, when I was in Gatlinburg with my parents when I was really young, Probably, I'd have to call my mom. She would know. She was like seven or eight years old, maybe even younger than that. We were in a store, and I took this little Spider-Man doll with... He had little suction cups on his hands so that he could, like, stick to windows and look like he was climbing. You know, it was awesome, and I took it, and I didn't know. I didn't even ask my parents. I was just like, oh, I'm going to take this. Maybe we'll buy it. We didn't buy anything, and then we just walked out. It was like one of those little uh, stores where, like, the doors are always open, so, like, there's no cashier. It was a tour- It was a tourist shop, okay? So I took that. And then I got to talking, too, about stealing, so I haven't stolen since. And um, it's really not that big of a deal, especially if you called and you apologize and all this stuff. Um, But Dana does this thing where she just can't win ever in these scenarios. Because one time we were out to dinner, and this one actually makes sense. I'm I'm glad she did this because somebody would have lost his job. Um, We're out to dinner, and we paid, and and she paid in a 50. And the... um, change was like 30 something dollars like 20 something dollars and we got 70 bucks back so we got the 50 and our change back so like we didn't pay we got a free meal and we got and we made money and dana was like i was like well let's go we, we won she's like no we don't win we have to wait and give it back and i'm like no no we win we win and she's like nope we don't win we have to go back and give this back i'm like we don't have to do that you don't have to do that at all She's like, no, we have to. And so we, she gives it back. She's like, hey, you gave us this. And he, he, you know, he gave it to us. Then we tipped him really well. Of course. And then, actually, it would have looked better if we gave him the tip, but then it wouldn't have made sense because he'd have to give it up eventually. So I just did it in my head. Sorry. 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 Um, anyways. And another thing, we were just at Target a few days ago, and we were just buying all this shit for the house. Right? Shit we don't need. But you know how women are, where they just walk through a store and like, oh, we can get this. Do you like this? Like, you know how I know, I think I think Bill Burr did this one time where they just like to fill fill a house up with shit. He talked about this. And I, I think uh, one time uh, he was, like, we were in Target. Somebody have a motorcycle outside my house? Anyways, we were at Target and we buy these bins and we put them on the bottom of the cart. And on the bottom of the cart... We didn't scan them on the way out, but like we were self-checkout. We just forgot to scan them, but the lady was staying there, watched us not scan them. We leave, 
and we're going to put them. And she's like, I didn't pay for these. And I'm like, okay, put them in the car. She's like, no, I didn't pay for these. I'm like, put them in the car. We didn't pay. She didn't see it. We went. She's like, no, I got to go back inside. So she goes back inside and pays. And I guess you could say, oh, she has a clear conscience. I say we won and she had to give it back. She can never win. She can just never, never take a victory. And that's what I hate the most. Anyways, so I feel for you, lady, or man, or sir, whatever. You know, if you did steal, you learned your lesson. Don't do it again. You're a guilty person. I get it. I'm there too all the time. I get major anxiety about things. So I'm not a good person. I can't lie. I hate lying. I always feel like somebody's going to find out just like you do. So please, um, please don't steal anymore, okay? But going back to the thing about buying shit all the time, Dana loves buying shit. Yesterday, we're at the store, and she goes, I wish she, she probably wishes she was here to defend herself. And she, we were uh, walking through, and she's like, we can get this soap dispenser. We need this. And I'm like, for what? And she goes, for Dawn, for the dish soap? I'm like, well, why would we get that? We have the bottle. She's like, the bottle's too big. What? The bottle's too big. No, it's not. The bottle's not too big. We could have just put it in a small... We have a small Dawn bottle that she likes to use on, on um, clothes to get stains out. I don't know where she learned it, you know, white, white people thing. And she... We could have just taken that bottle upstairs, used that, and then refilled it with the big bottle and left the big bottle down here. And she's like... No, we'll get the soap dispenser. It's so much easier. And I go, okay, I guess it is. But it's also expensive. She's like, it's on sale. I'm like, is it? Like, is it on sale? It doesn't mean you have to buy it. Just because something's on sale doesn't mean you need it. That's something we're going through. We're buying all this shit. We're buying all this shit for the kitchen. We're buying all this shit for the house. I think moving out has taught me what I don't need in life. Like, you find out what you can live without. And in, in, in for me, it's it's couches. See? Oh, that's my air conditioner. Another flaw with this room. Damn it. That's annoying as fuck. Maybe I can get some, like, in post. I'll do it in post. You know? That's why I got the windscreen on. Let's see if I can take it off. It's a little bit worse. A little bit better. Oh, oh, oh. Ryan, stop finger-fucking the mic. Sorry. Um... Yeah, man, but things are good. Other than that, things are good. I've been just doing some stuff. Been just kind of hanging out, really. Uh, you guys ready for football season? I'm really ready for football season, man. I'll talk more about football season next week. Next week, my birthday. I will be doing the podcast on my birthday, which is pretty fun. But I will tell you this. I've been spending time on the internet, like any anyone would. And I know it's that time of year. It's almost September 11th, so I'm going to start gearing up and watching all the... Because I'm a psycho. I don't know if you guys have figured that out. But I'm a psycho. So I'm going to uh, begin watching every video on 9-11. So that's going to be my plans for the next couple weeks. Um, Up and through 9-11, I'll be watching every single YouTube clip, every single Facebook video, every single article. I'm going to read it. Because what's crazy is that we keep finding out new information. Which I don't think should be a... Like, I feel like we should have known all the information by now. Maybe that's just me being a uh, psycho. 
or just being a realist. I don't, I don't know. But I feel like we should have known all the information about 9-11 by now. Like, I don't think anything should be coming out new 20 years post. But whatever. You know, maybe you want to sit on some stuff. You know, like Prince's Music Vault, you know. Whatever. Did you just compare 9-11 to Prince's Music Vault? No, I compared information about 9-11 to Prince's Music Vault. You try to cancel me on the internet? But I've been on uh, the internet, and I've been looking at Nature is Metal. So it's Nature is Metal, and metal being crazy or just metal. You know, like rock music, metal, like metal. And I've been seeing some crazy-ass videos. And we know my affinity for hatred of snakes. I don't know, affinity's not the right word, but my hatred of snakes. And I watched this video of a snake, an anaconda, crawling across six lanes of highway in Brazil. Actually, it slithered. And I hated it, but I watched the whole thing. It went came out of the woods on one side, or came out of the grass. Everyone stopped, by the way. People, I guess, could have just ran it over. It would have been a mess, because this thing was humongous. But uh, they could have just ran it over. They all stopped for it, which probably gave it a complex. And then it was going over the... It went. Oh, there's like a berm in the middle, like a cement divide. And it literally slithered up the divide. No, it has no legs. It slithers up the divide, goes over the divide, drags its massive fucking body over it, and then slithers across, and everyone's just looking at it and recording it. I'm like, you guys are way too close to that thing. And then snake people are going to be like, dude, it doesn't want to hurt you. It doesn't want to hurt you. Oh, it doesn't want to hurt me? It looks like it wants to hurt me. Fuck that thing. Fuck that thing. I've been watching just... You know, I'm watching... I'm definitely a white guy, because yesterday it rained, and I was like, we needed it. I mean, we needed this rain for the grass. You know, I really wanted it to rain for the grass. I was rooting for rain. That's how I'm a white guy, and I'm also a white guy, because I do a podcast, I root for it to rain, and I also watch animals online get murdered, and I always feel so bad. I watched a bison try to headbutt a crocodile. Didn't work out. I watched a uh, a bison try to fight off some some lions that didn't work out i watched um it was like a baby bison too fucking cowards and i watched these african dogs and i'm not calling them african dogs because of the way they looked i'm calling them african dogs because that's what they call them okay please spare me the tweets and don't mean tweet about me okay please be nice and i was i was talking i was looking at it and this i always thought hyenas were assholes these african dogs are the actual assholes of the world because these African dogs, there was this bunny in a hole, like in a little hole. You know how bunnies do. And it was, the African dogs reached in, they grabbed it. He grabbed it, or he or she grabbed it. I don't know how it works. I don't know the dynamic. And the African dog ripped this bunny out. It starts to scream, right? It's alive. It's getting bit by an African dog who just grabbed it out of its hole. And then three or two other dogs come over and they just rip it into three pieces. And the screaming stopped. Amazing. What an, what an amazing revelation. And then I watched these African dogs try to hunt this hyena down, and they tried to enter through its butthole. The hyena was like, was like doing a squat to try to save its butthole. Dehumidifier's working. They tried to... He was, he was like... I was like reading the caption, and it was like, the, the hyena knows how to protect its butthole because it's the easiest way of entry. And I'm like, Jesus, these things are kinky. Gosh, 
damn it. But I watched all these videos and I rooted for the, the prey every single time. Except for the one, these geese. You know my love for geese. My love and hate relationship with geese. I, they're my enemy and my friend. And this like seagull type bird came down and was fucking with a goose's nest. And this mother goose came over, caught this seagull, this bitch ass seagull, caught it, grabbed it, put it, they're in the pond now. So this goose is just on top of the seagull, pecking at it, flapping at it. Dude, he drowned the seagull. She or she drowned the seagull. That's badass. That's badass, dog. I mean, that's nature is metal, man. Nature is metal. All right, man. I think that's the end of the podcast, huh? How long have we done? Oh, we ripped through the podcast today, huh? Damn. Well, you guys know the drill from here, man. I'm out of here. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Ah, oh, can we still wear white after Labor Day? I don't even own anything white, he says, while wearing a white t-shirt. Hey, man, listen, I'm just doing my best. All right, man. Like, subscribe. Be nice to me in the reviews, please. It really affects my confidence. I need all the help I can get. Um, enjoy the first week, the last weeks of summer. Please enjoy the last weeks of summer, man. You know, get out there, get a sunburn, sweat a little bit. You know, don't complain about it being hot because just in a few weeks, you know, we'll be complaining about it being cold. All right, like, subscribe. You know the drill. Follow me in the links below. I'm out of here. Peace. Have a good one. Enjoy the music. It's good stuff. Love you. Mm.